We are live. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to Two Minds Today with your host, Charlene, authority in leadership development, and Hale, an expert community builder. The pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your professional life. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing, Charlene? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. It's been a long, it's been uh, two weeks this time. Usually we're at, a, I know. at the week. Yeah, we miss our group. We, I, we, we did miss our group. Um, how are you doing? What's happening with you? I am good. Thank you. I had a lot of time to think about our topic that's coming up this week. Ah, uh, Yes, I feel like... It is such a good topic. We are talking about, I'll throw it up on the screen for those watching live, is the art of asking. We're talking about effective evaluation metrics, what they mean, how to use them. And I feel like this is really apropos because I I, I think everyone is on a different work schedule, but I know in springtime, a lot of people are coming up with... Um, uh, different evaluation and program ends, and even maybe your personal work evaluation is coming up. So we thought we would dive in today on really, um, we all do a lot of evaluations, but what does that really mean? And when should we be doing them? Which I, I think leads us to our first question. That's right. So our first question really is, how do we do this evaluation? It's choosing meaningful metrics, right? What kind of evaluation do we do and how do we set about it if you're developing it or what do you do? What are your thoughts? Yeah. So choosing meaningful metrics. I really scroll, scroll back in my mind to what are you, what do you actually want to know? Um, and I think that you need to ask questions based on the answers you actually want to know. Um, and I would even add to say, don't ask questions that you're not going to do anything about, right? Like we, how many times do we ask for things on feedback? And then we're like, yeah, we know that the room was cold, but there's nothing we can do about it. Right. Or whatever minutia is coming. I absolutely love that. I also would put in that category, asking questions where you already know the answers to, right? Mm -hmm. If yeah. you don't, if you don't need to know, like, where are you working? Because this evaluation is exactly at that same company. Please don't ask. Don't ask if it's in the yeah. U.S., if your company is in the U.S., because all of that makes it less likely for people to fill out an evaluation because you're taking up valuable time. Get right to the point of what you want. If you, if you don't really need people's names and you want it to be anonymous, don't put it up front. Make it be the very last thing after people have already vested their time in it. So go right yeah. into asking your questions and forget about all that extra that makes you feel like you're wasting your time as you're filling out that evaluation. I often, um, just as you said, as the last question, be like, if you would like someone to get back to you, provide your name and email here. And um, otherwise, I don't. And I, so I feel like twofold on that. One, I absolutely never, ever ever think a survey I'm taking is anonymous. I don't care who has convinced me it's anonymous. I don't believe it for a second. I just feel like there's too much technology out there. And I, I've had data people like, this one's really anonymous. I'm like, okay, it's probably not. Or maybe it kind of is. Um, but the more information you put into the survey, it is probably not anonymous. So I'm just, I'm saying that, right? Um, and- That's a really good point, actually, with respect to the more information, because people can yeah. always just like, 
you know, whittle it down and figure out, oh, you work in this department, you're a female yes. in this department. Well, there's yes. only two females and we know the one who never fills it out. So boom, right? So yes. you have to be, which so, makes it, by the way, more weary of people to fill out the evaluation. So think about it. If you actually want to get information, don't over ask. Yes. And yes, ask what's relevant, ask what's meaningful, ask what's going to get you the answers you're looking for. Are you looking to improve? Are you looking for just validation that you did something right or wrong? Um, just really think about it. And, and I just did a survey monkey survey. And what's cool about that is it will give you your estimated time for how long it will take to fill, um, fill it out. I think that's really good for a user end. Or it's like, this was a three minute survey. This is how long it'll take you to fill out. I think that's super helpful. I agree with you 100% and keeping is what I was saying before, don't make it too long, right? The minute I see a survey that's like 10 minutes, forget it. I don't have 10 minutes to give anybody. And yep. it sounds like 10 minutes isn't such a long time, but in our fast paced world where you have your phone in your hand and you've got a lot of other distractions going on, if you want something, make it quick, make it fast, you know, right off the bat. I also recommend people that if you're doing a survey, if at all possible, tech in there, where you can respond right away by the click in that body. Don't have it like redirect to somewhere else where you then yes. begin to search. Ask your one or two questions right off the bat at the yep. bottom of that email, text, whatever form of communication that you're using. I love that if you can do it. Okay, so let's go on to our next thing. Um, Two, ask open-ended questions. All right, so tell me about this, Hello. What do you mean by, what do we mean by ask open-ended questions? Yeah, so it's a good, you know, when you fill out surveys, what do you prefer, Charlene? Do you prefer the multiple Nothing. choice? I am scale? the people that hate <laughs> filling out these surveys because I don't believe that they're anonymous. I I also, and 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 I we may loop to this a different time, but I am so open and transparent. Anybody can ask me anything and I will give you direct and honest feedback. But in these evaluations, I'm like everything's awesome, which we'll, we'll get to in a little bit. Oh, that's so interesting. But, so you would rather have, since you think that it's all like, you know, canned and all being watched by Big Brother, you just want to <laughs> like click your A, B, C, D, be done with it, or your yes. scale of one to 10. You don't like the open-ended questions that requires so you to like I, write what you actually think in your mind. So what's interesting today is we're looking at it sort of um, simultaneously from both points of view, right? From the survey filler outer to the survey asker, right? As someone who creates surveys um, and facilitates them for people to answer, I really like almost skip the numbers and go right to the open-ended questions because I feel like that is where I'm getting um, the most information, right? If you ask the question of whatever, did you like session A? And it's a one to five scale. They give it a three or two or one or a five. I have no idea. Did you give it a five because you were in a good mood that day and it resonated? Did you give it a one because you were, um, because the speaker was ah like was having a bad day? Did you give it a three because you just weren't there and actually had weren't paying attention and you were getting your coffee and going to the bathroom when, when it came in. So I find like one through fives um, less useful as information. Um, one thing that was, was really interesting is it was a one through five rating. And then after that, the follow-up question is like, why did you give it a one through five? And I'm like, oh, that's helpful. 
Right. Yeah. So that is helpful, but that just takes up more time. Right. So you have to be very, very thoughtful when you're creating the survey. What is it exactly that you want to get at? And I do understand the sense of we're taking up people's time and we have them, we have a captured audience. Let's get as much information out of them as we can. But what you risk when you push that envelope of getting as much information as possible is falling in that category of getting no useful information whatsoever. Because I just am going to fill out anything I possibly can to get to the next step, which is claim my $10 check or be finished with this because then I'm going to get my credit for this course that I took. So So you're not going to pay attention and really fill it out honestly. When I'm creating in a vacuum, I think the three best questions you can ask are, what did I learn? It's a quick check on, did you actually learn anything? What did I value? Why was it interesting to somebody? And that's real specific, but it's very helpful if you can collect the data. And three, what would I change? Because otherwise people are gonna be like nothing. And sometimes you still get nothing, but sometimes you get really great feedback. And like, um, because someone, when you're giving feedback, your thing is done and it's over, right? So you're like, it's over. What would I change? I don't know. I would have eaten more before I went to class. But like when you think that the session is being run again for the future of like, hey, we're running this again, what would you suggest we change for the next group of people? You get really good responses, in my opinion. And what I like about those three questions is that it's not really wasting someone's time. You're like, you're authentically asking someone about their experience. And I think that's where people are are tired. People are, are tired of giving information that goes nowhere. People are tired of having their time spent filling out data points and being a part of that whole data machine. But um, let's go on to our next things. We're talking about that data machine because we want to give you a little bit of insight about how that data machine really works behind the scenes when you are filling out the quantitative type of surveys that are asking you to fill out one to 10 or one to five. Yeah. So I recently saw a TikTok that reminded me of something I already knew, which is always is always good. It's like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. So it was a someone talking about service calls. You know, when you call your cable company and they're like, We have a survey following this. Can you mind filling it out? Blah, blah, blah. And the TikTok was like, This is a reminder. You are not actually evaluating how awful the call was, that the cable person was not help, able to help you in any way, shape, or form. You are actually serving if they get to keep their job or not. And by the way, tens, like when it's one through 10, 10 only, because nine is iffy, eight, they're already, you're already on the negative downswing and people are literally evaluated. So this caller that was not able to help you in any way, shape or form because of the way their company is set up and they're not actually just able to help you, you're like, ugh, that was annoying. They were fine, but I'm giving them a seven. That's actually already down on the negative. And we think like seven, that's great. It is not great. Tens only. Um, if you don't want to hurt the other person. I mean, that's kind of a fact. And it's so interesting, right? We just came off of asking an open-ended questions and the importance of getting real data. And what we're saying now is if it's numerical based, forget about the real data because everything is skewed. It's not what you once used to think. If you think you have a one to 10 scale, you really have to give a 10 no matter what, because there's some real life impact that happens since people aren't really sitting there parsing out these surveys and filling it out in a nuanced way. Most people are saying 10, 5, 0. They're not cutting it out. They're not splicing it. So the data that comes out on the other end has real impact. And on the I, I, you can, 
I would say you can fill out and you can put whatever you want. I will just let you know that I think it's tens and nines are you're fine. Sevens and eights are neutral. Under seven is, is a negative. So I think it's fine just when you are filling it. Also, like that's important to read because you're going to, you're not, you're, if, if you are not um, in a situation where you're, boss or your supervisor, like in this call center, who are actually being evaluated by these numbers, and you can emotionally take a beat from this and recalibrate yourself, that's fantastic. Then you can look at the numbers. Well, but what I would say then, though, as an employer who's giving out these surveys or an employee who's giving it out to their customers, whatever it is, please take that moment to educate the people filling out the survey and let them know exactly that, that if you're satisfied, you give a 10. We understand it's a one to 10 scale, but honestly, there's really three numbers that matter. 10, I keep my job. Seven, I don't. Whatever the real life ramification is. And that's it. And you tell, and I want you to be honest and I want you to fill it out, but we want you to understand what these numbers really mean. And it's okay, I believe, to say that to people that are filling it out because people don't always know what it is and they have their own preconceived notions. So I think uh, we are coming up to the end of this podcast. Tell me, Charlene, what's your takeaway today? All right. So one, you're going to ask questions that you actually want answers to. Choose meaningful metrics. Two, we're asking open-ended questions. I will also say that um, for open-ended questions, always make them optional so that you don't lose people, but you can still get the feedback and keep in the back of your mind if someone's taking the time to write, they probably really liked it and re- or really didn't. And you kind of are missing out on the middle zone, but that's okay. Just know that when you're reading it. And three, our awkward societal norms now where sevens are bad, just know it and own it. Absolutely. I love that summary. And next week, come back and stay tuned because we're going to talk about how to deal with this feedback that we get. Yep. All right. Thank you all for joining and we will see you next time. Let's see. I was going to do a little outro music for us today. Let's see if I can find some outro music. Let's do the Um, outro. (laughs) And in the meantime, everyone, remember to learn a little more every day. See ya. Thank you.